when you run into the studio on the radio uh -huh. station, uh -huh. you need some time to change because there was somebody in there uh -huh. like before you. Wasn't yourself, right? Yeah, <laughs> I need time to uh, plug in the cable from yeah. the iPhone and yeah. um, get seated and so on. And that's why mm. we needed a bit of a longer intro. Yeah. Practical mm. reasons to yeah. all of these things. Yeah, we can create a very short intro for the new <laughs> for the new so season. <laughs> you do, you I, do, I do it. You oh, do it. okay. Sorry. Okay. Hi, everyone. Um, and welcome to episode 38 of 404. Um, first, I uh, know the second season. Um, this season is going to be in English, and this season is um, going to be a podcast only, and we're doing everything differently right now. And um, there are four of us in the room we are seated at um lily's home in berlin right now and yay um, everything is different but i'm still here lily is still here hi and lily hi and um, you're still here i'm glad um Heyon is here and hi. leon is here hi actually um how do you pronounce your your names do you go with um german pronunciation for leon um yeah that's a question i get a lot but i think everyone just pronounces it in any kind of way they want like uh there's spanish people who say it leon and stuff like that or french is also different so whatever you're comfortable with actually well okay um so you say your name yourself i say it in a very american way i think leon leon yeah. okay but your last name is german still. yeah it is german so and how you so say it in an american way leuvi I guess something Leube. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, Leon so, Leube. <laughs> um, <laughs> Heyon Han. Is it Heyon Han? Heyon Han. Heyon Han. Yeah. Okay. Not American, boy. And oh. Lady Urbert. Yeah, please. Thank <laughs> you. Urbert. <laughs> Lady Urbert. And I'm Emmanuel Tannert. And. Um, You're listening to still the 404. <laughs> We agreed on that like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, this is not a radio set anymore. Yeah, we were kind of thinking um, to start this with a whole new name, but now we agreed on um, 404 Season 2, so here we are. And Hit us up on Twitter still, at 404.earth, at 404.earth, and uh, the website you find on 404.earth with all the other episodes and the news to come. And we still have the Facebook page, and we're probably um, going to have Instagram too in the future. And... Um, let's introduce everyone, right? Right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm here for 38 episodes. No need to introduce myself, but uh, you guys should maybe be introduced. for a new audience. You need to introduce. Oh, for a new audience. Okay. Hi, I'm Lily. I studied three years of graphic design. Then I did a year of media art, and um, then I did three years of photography. I run an art space and off space for five years and I'm part of a varied range of artist collectives. I'm currently living in Berlin, working in e-commerce and graphic design and waiting tables, but e-commerce is the thing right now. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, what I like is to talk about art and technology and host guests, either if it's off spaces or radio shows or just parties. <laughs> yeah, and I like to talk with people. I guess that's it. Mainly about myself. I like motorbikes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, who's next? Should I go on? Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, I try to do it quickly. I'm Emmanuel Tannert. I, I'm a, um, a software developer. I worked as a web developer with a um, graphic design studio in Nuremberg for the last four years. But um, uh, I quit that job recently and starting a new job um, with the art academy slash um, technical high school slash um, high school of music in Nuremberg beginning in May and um, yeah I'm, I don't know what that's gonna be in detail but maybe I don't know if that's gonna be a topic on the show <laughs> but that's what I do and I'm here mostly for the technical part and also providing um, information on and code. As asking dumb questions about art yeah, let's see let's how that's going to work out. Leon, do you want to continue? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, Leon Leube. Um, I'm half German, half Filipino. I lived in the Philippines for most of my life. I came to Germany about seven years ago. And I also studied at the Academy of Fine Art in Nuremberg, uh, studying in a sculpture class. And I graduated uh, recently, in October. And I've just moved to Berlin um, in the middle of January or so. And yeah, I'm also doing some ver you know, various side jobs and very unglamorous jobs while I'm here in Berlin, but I'm enjoying my time here. Huh, that's about it. Oh, uh, yeah. Hi. Like this. Hi, my name is Heon Han. I don't want to repeat what Leon said. There's a lot of things very similar. Yeah, a lot of things similar. <laughs> yeah we've, uh, I also came to Germany seven years ago, 2012. Started the same academy uh, education program the Lyon in the same class we're from the same class and um, yeah before then uh, I come from South Korea have studied for four years in painting before so oh wow I didn't know. technically painting background <laughs> and then yeah, yeah they study sculpture in Nuremberg and then came to Berlin a few months ago and then started to Working on the networking, meeting people here. Cool. That's about it. Uh, why did you guys decide to come to Berlin? Hmm. Hmm. How can we answer this? Yeah. Interesting in way. A, in a very <laughs> nice way. <laughs> because as we said uh, like 10 minutes ago, all the people in Berlin mm. are artists. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, exactly. Now there's us too. What brought you here? We always felt like really connected to Berlin. Yeah, I think it was yeah. for us. It's a really comfortable move. We've you know been coming to Berlin for a long yeah. time since we've been living here. I have an uncle that lives here. It just feels like a city we kind of know already and very comfortable with, and one that we've kind of always wanted to live in, like a sort of bigger city with more people, like more a cultural yeah. infrastructure, more you know? stuff yeah. going on. Basically. As a Nuremberg. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> absolutely. Actually, the, the, I would reverse the questions. Like, uh, how do we stay in Nuremberg for <laughs> six years? 
<laughs> That's a bit more surprising for me, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's true. it's not because there's nothing going on, just uh, because uh, you know you still there was for us like a lot of struggling with the language as well to be connected to the local and stuff. Yeah, so Berlin is like uh, coming here wasn't really a big decision, right? Yeah, it's more like a natural transition. Mm. Yeah, after graduation, you, you know, you have to go somewhere because there's no infrastructure in Nuremberg for art. Yeah. You know, there's no... Uh, no except people what could you made there. Except uh, <laughs> our art place. <laughs> but it was just, there was so much need for a place like that, you yeah, know, and um, Berlin is just crowded with art places, which mm -hmm. is good, so, but, um, yeah, I really felt the need in Nuremberg to do something, so, um, yeah, I, and you're going to stay in Nuremberg, but work for the Academy. Uh, I've, I've been asking myself that same question that Heyon just asked for <laughs> um, quite some time. Like, how did I um, stay in Nuremberg all the time? Why? <laughs> um, it's, it's not bad there, but it's also not anything else. Like, um, I mean, okay, it's, it's just laziness maybe, or I've always... Mm -hmm been there Comfy, there was comfort zone. It, it, yeah it was comfortable there was no, not nothing driving me away so hard that <laughs> i couldn't stand it <laughs> so i just stayed but um, yeah I don't, i don't i don't feel that um strangely for um for a lot of um, maybe the best part of the last 10 years or something i always felt like yes of course i'm i'm going to stay here there's no reason to do anything else and um for the, um now i feel differently for the first time and i don't know why that's um it wasn't an external change like there was no change in my um life that triggered that or at least i think so um it was just a change in my mind that made me think hey um actually i don't need to stay here I, i could go anywhere but um let's find a reason to go someplace else <laughs> but now, now i'm starting a new job in Nuremberg, of course so i'm i'm gonna see how that how that works yeah. out but yeah. I what I liked about Nuremberg is I felt super visible there. You know, there's not that much people, and if you put on um, an artwork or if you organize a party or do something, it's um, it's just there. You know, um, yeah. and I've, that made me made me feel really comfortable. Do you guys feel lost in Berlin? Not do at you all. feel lost here? Uh, I used to feel lost here. I felt lost a lot, but uh, so it got many better. Places to go. Yeah. Because in Nuremberg, what I imagine what, from what you're saying is in Nuremberg, something's happening, then it's obvious where it's happening, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, you either go here or there or there, maybe three, mm -hmm. four places, then you know where it is always. Mm -hmm. And in Berlin, something's happening. I check on, through the Facebook some events for maybe Friday night, and there are so many openings you can check it out, right? Mm. Then you have to check on the Google here to there. How long does it take? Every time you have to check it. Maybe that's what you mean that by lost yeah. or is it some other um, psychological level yeah <laughs> maybe i mean a, a psychological aspect of it too because in nuremberg i really f I felt grounded i knew who i am and 
you know, it, it, it got boring for sure, but I, um, I didn't ask myself questions about my identity or anything, you know, because uh, I was just myself and I was just the one who puts up all these things. And, and here um, I don't even try to put up a lot of things because there's so many cool people doing things, actually. Mm -hmm. um, I, don't have, I don't have the feeling that Berlin needs me, you know, which is... Um, which is kind of relaxing, but also uh, scares me, you know? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Probably uh, a lot of Chinese feeling the same in their own country, too. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> what do you mean? Too many to replace me, basically. Mm -hmm. That's what you say, right? Because mm -hmm. here, the, like, artists is like overcrowded, outnumbered, and then you don't, and everyone wants the same thing. Yeah. So that's why you feel like you don't feel really appreciated here. No, yeah, no, no one really needs you. They make good artworks. There's, it's set, uh, yeah, saturated with things. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess, but there's always the issue, no matter what or where you are doing this. I mean, as an artist, you're always trying to be different from other people. Making work too, you want to do something different, but everyone wants to do differently, then makes everyone the same. Yeah, so like Sometimes. the scale of how many people there are, I mean, the yeah. basic issue is still the same. You want to make something different. And there's other people that also want to make something different. Yeah, it, but in a way also what is good about is that uh, when you are in Nuremberg and you feel like you're appreciated, but you are not aware of how many people are doing or trying to do the same thing like you do now, but here you see that uh, actual scene. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not it's like, true. yeah, I, I think it's better than just ignoring it because it's anyway what's happening through like, a, you know, whole world yeah. rather than just like being in like the, being oh, in this oh. tiny bubble and being one of the yeah, few yeah. artists uh, over 30 still in Nuremberg <laughs> and you feel like uh, you're God because, you know, you're the one mm. because there's nobody else. Mm -hmm. But this is just a, a bubble <laughs> because everybody else just left and they're all here. And now you have to face it. Yeah, it was so so easy to stand out back there, right? How's it for developers? <laughs> <laughs> mm, I'm I'm not sure if I can speak for developers because I hardly know any other developers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the few that I knew moved to Berlin recently. <laughs> um, no, um, yeah, I, I I know a few. Well, it's um. I don't think I'm a, I'm a typical software developer guy, or if if there is something like that. But um, but if there is, um, a typical software developer can have a very good life in Nuremberg. I think there's a lot of big industry companies who just need a lot of developers. If you look up sure. jobs um, for software development, um, there are usually like um, 10 openings from the same company. You just need uh, we need one Java developer and another Java developer, and actually one more Java developer and they just have yeah. you imagine like okay they must have teams of um, 100 people or something working on projects with where, where they count like they scale in man years and um, I cannot imagine working for such a company that just doesn't make sense for me I don't know I, I this, they are usually companies when I um, go to their website and um, try to figure out what they're doing. I, I I don't even understand what the purpose of the company is. Like we're building parts to create a thing for businesses that 
do stuff like this kind of language. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have no clue what they yeah. what they are doing and it doesn't make sense for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm working at the small studio with um, three or four designers um, and building websites with them kind of made sense for me because I knew um, the people around me and what they were um, trying to do and um, I was kind of um, solving problems of real people and um, I I worked with students at the um, Academy of Fine Arts before. Now I'm going to do that again in a kind of a different setting and it's probably not going to be a lot of development. I don't I don't know what, what it's really um, going to be if I'm going to have to write a lot of code or if I just have to point um, the students into the right directions and so on. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if there would be so many other meaningful developer jobs for me. I think I can be a freelancer. I, I still know some more graphic designers um, who like sure like to do some freelance jobs together then i'm still stuck at like making websites and i'm i'm not so sure if i want to do that for the rest of my life because i've made the same two or three websites over and over again mm-hmm. the last four years it's it's always the same thing there's um one typical website you do is the portfolio where um a small company or um, even single person um, just wants to show their work and I have a so they have an about page they have probably some kind of blog and they have um, a section where you can view the references the other thing is the um, club or cultural institution where you have an event calendar or some um, list of uh, events coming up and the third type is uh, the shop um overall it feels like i i know this now i know web front end now and i know how to build websites yeah but great talking about artist portfolio uh you've done a lot of artist portfolios you said you're you were sending your artist portfolio earlier that day um leon and i was wondering because it is on google drive yep uh is it that's my website yeah (laughs) you don't have a website right no i don't you're conscious of that (laughs) yeah very much so like i have an uncle here in berlin and he's actually also like a web designer he tells me every day that i need a website yeah i I need i need an online presence i need to show my stuff to people but yeah that's basically how i show people my work i just link them my portfolio to this uh uh-huh. Google Docs is it? Yeah, I'm not even I sure what Google it is Docs. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Google Docs, and I just send them that, and it's more or less the same like a web page in my. Oh wow, but that's a bit um, for our yeah. listeners. That's a bit sad because you cannot look at Leon's work if you're listening to this podcast. Um, you he will have to give you the link. Yeah, um, and I like giving links. <laughs> <laughs> I can give everyone the link. Just if you need the link, ask me. I'll give you. The link. Yeah. You can take the link. It's fine. And you have been creating a lot of artist portfolios, websites. Um, mm, not so many artist portfolios, actually. Well, more, but photographers? Uh, yeah, um, but but more like... I, I thought about portfolio in a broader sense. Like if, if you're a company that makes videos or whatever, that's a portfolio too, or if you... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, if you're a content producer of any kind, not only yeah. artists. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I what I meant. Uh-huh. Do you have a website? Or even if it's chairs, you know, and you're, you're building chairs and um, you have five photos of the best chairs you've ever made. Like that's, I, I'd consider that a portfolio in that sense because it's the same type of website. I think so. 
Okay. Yeah, sure. What else could it be? Do you have a website, Hayan? Um, that's like one of the questions I've been afraid to hear all the time because there's really a lot of Because you know the answer you know? to it. <laughs> <laughs> Do yeah. you have it, don't you? Um, I bought domain. <laughs> I did that too. Come on. <laughs> and then when you just type it, you don't find anything. <laughs> But I thought, oh, okay, at least you buy a domain, then I can give it to people in the future. Okay, I think <laughs> I didn't upload it everything. But like you say, like, um, was it you were doing the artist portfolio? Like, I think I'm pretty sure a lot of people order this because it takes so much of time and set up there. But it's so important at the same time. Like uh, his uh, uncle is always saying, it's like almost like brush your teeth every day. Yeah, you know, put your website. Did you put your website up <laughs> yeah. yet? Mm. Not yet. Do it now. Yeah. 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 So I regret that I don't have it yet. But you were working on it though. I did, and then you were working on it. People say it's a shit, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you have a portfolio, so the the yeah. thinking is already done. It's just the coding that's missing, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it is. Do you think you can translate a PDF like like Le the PDF Leon sent? Do you think it can be translated one to one into a website? Yeah, it's a good question. I was wondering about that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is it possible? I'm interested in, in the answer as well. You know. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm 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 quite sure that the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, well. <laughs> do, do you know those web services? There are even companies that kind of try to masquerade as um, a web service where like, here's the upload button, upload your PDF or upload your really? Adobe Photoshop mm. or Illustrator file and um, oh, yeah. and and you get back the HTML. Like um, website, I, I don't think that makes sense because um, a PDF is always meant for print and um everything is set, set in pages and uh, everything is arranged and set um the typesetting is set nicely and so on and all that kind of doesn't make sense for a website because um because it's not responsive because it's yeah it's not responsive that would be the fir the first thing and maybe mm. you and this is really important for you, an artist actually you maybe mm. wouldn't want mm. a website where you just have everything um Uh, all the all the content on one page, um, where you have to scroll through it, and and yeah. you would probably want um, a menu <laughs> at the mm -hmm. top and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it sounds like it should be really easy to make a website somehow. You know, because we are all really used to use them mm -hmm. all the time, and then mm -hmm. it's easy to find someone else's website. Why is it so hard to put up for myself? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been thinking about this a lot too, and I don't have. I'm afraid I don't have an for yourself an or answer. For no, um, like for no about not generally. Like, why why is it so hard? Uh -huh. I mean, because when when I think about the technology I work with every day, of course, it doesn't seem hard to me. Like, or some parts of it. Uh, I mean, it's, it's actually in. A kind of a way it's very easy to uh, come up with a, a simple page but then you want to make it look good and then you want to make it um do that one um special twist that you mm -hmm. imagined and then it starts getting hard or like yeah i don't know you you think it's too slow or whatever and then it starts getting hard whatever the the problem is but also like i understand that um it's not as easy for everyone to um open up their text editor and you know just type out the code for mm -hmm. um, the website there 
going to make. And of course, there, there are 100,000 website builders exactly. out there where yeah. you, hey, just install this plugin and mm -hmm. then you can build your portfolio page. And I think this wor maybe works for a lot of people, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. They're, they are always limited in some kind of weird way that you maybe don't expect and then uh, until you mm. try to do that one thing and realize it's never no going way. to yeah, work I think, mm -hmm. yeah i signed up like five different kind of this host website mm -hmm. making and they provide domains and then also designs and templates and stuff mm -hmm. i signed up five different i think and then i have five unfinished home pages <laughs> 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 and i never published one of them because i it, i didn't like it you know yeah when you like look for a flat because we are doing that in berlin now, yeah moving every two months right and then you can somehow decorate the house as you want and then this mm -hmm. you maybe get some furniture for yourself put the curtain up maybe you don't like it at first but somehow you find a way to settle it down mm -hmm. so yeah. make it home mm -hmm. and then with this website somehow i tried many times like with these five mm -hmm. companies but never had that feeling in the end And it's so hard to be decisive. Okay, this is my website. Now I'm going to publish. Mm -hmm. And then never... Mm, I have finish. to say, I was not happy with my website for several years, but it worked, like technically worked. Mm. And um, I just researched some tiny bit of CSS code uh -huh. and just uh, made some tiny adjustments. And now I'm... Yeah, it feels like like I I, I put up some curtains and changed the color <laughs> of the wall. You know, it just uh, I made it feel a bit more like like my place. Mm. Even if I would do it from scratch, I would do it totally different. But at least now I have another cursor and some effects on the font. You know, mm -hmm. so um, yeah. <laughs> I think um the the answer to the question why is it so hard is probably in the end something with capitalism because <laughs> yes you have to pay for it yeah right? yeah because <gasps> exactly like um i i used to think or i still think um that the purpose of programmers should be to some extent to make um the usage of computers easy for everyone and there are um a lot of different levels of easy like uh, there are um the first programming languages where um, kind of hard to use and now there there are very easy programming languages that are made for people who already know how to program and want to like um, throw out some programs more casually mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but we should also make tools for um, people who don't want to and are not interested in programming but still want to make some stuff and you'd think hey that should be possible why why isn't it possible and maybe there there are even some good software products but i don't know maybe in the end no one is interested in uh, like giving you the real super power tool because mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> hey why not um it's i, I don't think it's, it. it's even like um, people are evil and think oh we have to lock in um, customers to our platforms or anything i think it's just because um people um, have a strange mindset when they start designing products for the web. I think so many people are coming up with companies that no one in the world needs because they're just like, hey, um, okay, I know how to develop software now and um, I want to start a company and make money from it and I just find any weird idea and make a web service from it and 
Like if they hadn't done it, no one had ever asked for it. <laughs> like, hey, I, I made like a web server. The opposite of scratch your own itch. Yeah. Like scratch nobody's itch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There are so many services like, okay, um, here's a web service that you can set up um, with your own site and um, you, you set up your site to ping the web service and if you don't ping it once a day, then we'll send you an email that your website is down. Okay, cool. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. What what kind of uh, idea for for business is is that there, there's always a point where complexity gets so that it makes no sense to to put it into a graphical interface of some kind. Like if you you imagine the Photoshop for building actual websites with every kind of interaction possible, then imagine okay you would have to have a very long drop down menu where you can select which kind of interaction do you want on this button like okay um i have mouse over have this and this and this and that and this um software if, if you really want um to make it so powerful that you can build anything with it then it will become so unwieldy that um in the end this would probably be easier if i was just writing the code mm. and there, i think there's the point where where the complexity is lower when you just have to learn how to code yeah sure the, the education is totally missing you know um, especially for for leon and Heon, um who went to the sculptural class um you know uh, it's easy for for us or for them to make um to, to make a scribble and then to work out um to go on and make your artwork and stuff and you have to scribble you have the idea of it and then the transformation to the actual thing um, it's like we trained in that, but mm -hmm. I think for a website, I mean, um, I can make um, a scribble and I can make pictures and I can arrange text, but this is far from from the actual website working, like mm -hmm. with all the hosting and all the stuff, you know. In school, we were trained. Okay, this is this is a piece of clay, and this is how we work with it, and we all of us can work with clay. Yeah, like very that, but, but we have no fucking idea about code. Yeah, mm. you know, this is just wrong. Mm -hmm. And, and two, even though and, uh, I remember the two of us, we tried to learn HTML and code in school, seventh grade. I think I was maybe uh, was the only girl. There was mm -hmm. a free course. Mm -hmm. I remember that, but it was just so bad. And I like how you compared it to material because it, uh, in, in many ways, code is like a material. It's a, um, maybe the most malleable material even that there is. Like you can um, put it into anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say everyone has to code. Uh, everyone who needs a website has to code. That's totally not true. There has to be good um, stuff like like lay theme and so on, where um, you can just build a cool portfolio page and um, style it the way you want to, without like going having to go in depth with the code for a year. Yeah, it's gonna take too long for my website. I think mm -hmm. I need it like mm -hmm. right away, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, how long how long yeah. do you think you have to like learn it until you can make your own super basic but functioning website? How much time do you have to put I into think it? It's not Thirty problem, minutes. Yeah. yeah. What? With WordPress and stuff. Thirty minutes, maybe. Thirty minutes to just to just code down a very basic like home page and then like yeah, list of works. Yeah, the very basic thing learn. is already by the provider. There's a lot of them. A lot of them like really basic functioning thing problem mm. is that you're not satisfied with those options yeah. 
especially with a trained eye like we have that's mm. true mm. So you want more drop down menu you want like more depth in the home page like when you or maybe even like moving images in your website sure. you know, cool you know when you hover hover over the, the mouse then you want to see a little picture to be bigger or something like that you know <laughs> that kind of thing probably needs more time to learn yeah but you know how um how we said code is probably the material that can be um changed um in the, in the most like um ways or can be um formed shaped most easily you um a website isn't set in stone like you don't have to um perfect it and it's probably impossible to um be done with your website at some mm -hmm. point and say okay um i'm work i'm going to work on it until it's done and then i'm going to publish it i think um the better way would probably be first publish it and then uh, um just work on it just publish it with the simple image with gothic yeah and, and then add one <laughs> thing to it and then add another thing yeah. to it and um it doesn't have to be done at good. any point that's good not seeing it as a book that you publish at some point of your life and it mm. costs 30,000 euros but <laughs> you know it's it can be an experiment and it's a trial and uh, you can change it anytime you want mm -hmm. actually so Heon's website going live tonight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool I'm gonna the link for that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all watching can yeah. document how it evolves yeah. then yeah it yeah. can be another project yeah, yeah. many projects yeah. I'm hitting the refresh button throughout the one <laughs> 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 making screenshots okay should we call it an episode here we're already minutes. recording 30 minutes or something or probably wow. enough for our i guess i would like everyone to know that during this whole 35 minutes i've been holding like this grounding <laughs> like wire it's like this blue wire that's plugged into some red box and there's like some copper cables and i've just been holding it with my skin the entire time I want everyone to know that <laughs> I've been doing that. Like some of my like sweat and skin are like mm. are in contact with this podcast. <laughs> it's Physically. a very physical podcast. Yeah, it's very physical. My fingers feel very weird right now after 35 minutes. Yeah, I, I, I promise we're gonna get rid of the hum <laughs> until next time. Before uh, next time. Okay, that's it from Life from Berlin. <laughs> Not life, <laughs> life for us. Uh, find that podcast on. Um, www.404.earth You don't have to say that anymore because um, now if people are listening they already know our website. Ah, true, because we're not on the radio <laughs> anymore. On the radio anymore. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. But hit us up on Twitter. It's at 404earth. <laughs> and on the Facebook page. Yeah, so thanks everyone for participating and and this is number yeah. zero but actually number 38 yeah number zero of season two yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for having us yeah let's it was fun to talk yeah, it was really fun cool let's see where this goes to bye 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 <laughs>